0: Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service.
1: Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Today's episode the Sounds of Service, featuring Captain Joseph Baugh and his wife, Captain Kendra Hixenbaugh, who served together in the Salvation Army of Goshen. Sounds of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, Captains, welcome. Uh, it's that time of the year where the Salvation Army steps up a uh, Front and center. And Captain Joe, do you prefer Joe or Joseph?
0: Uh, either one's fine with okay.
1: me. Okay. Um, you're supposed to pick one. <laughs> I've been but, trying right. to
2: figure it out for eight years. Eight years. years. <laughs> eight eight years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still don't know. <laughs> no idea. Okay. Well, in case, you, in, in case you hadn't figured it out during the introduction, uh, folks who are tuning in, this is a married couple, so this is <laughs> going to be a really interesting 15 minutes. But but at any rate, let's talk a little bit about, you know, this is the time of the year Where you know people know two things about the Salvation Army. Most people know Mm -hmm. two things about the Salvation Army: they know guys and dolls, (laughs) and they know the kettle. And uh, and so let's talk a little bit first of all about that broad picture, Uh, Captain Joe. What is the Salvation Army here in Goshen and in Elkhart County?
0: So uh, we strive to uh, preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and meet human need in his name without discrimination and that's where the basis of our ministry and our service to the community starts uh and so we want to bring that into uh, into the forefront uh, not just during christmas but all year one of my favorite sayings that the Salvation army came up with over the years is need has no season so while christmas is like where we get all of the all of the i would say get the band back together mm-hmm. uh it actually just keeps going all year round and uh we see people come in each day that uh, need help.
1: So, for both of you, um, when we think about the Salvation Army, think about the need, think about the kettle and the bell ringers, and so on and so forth. I think we lose sight of the fact the Salvation Army is a church. I yeah. mean, it, it is a yes. church, and it's a church that's in full service. I mean, the Salvation Army probably makes Matthew twenty five come alive more than most other units I know. So, so Karen, let me ask you this: um, When did you feel As a couple, when did you feel the call that the Salvation Army was going to be um, your opportunity to serve?
2: So funny enough, we did that independently. Okay. Um, I, my family has been a part of the Salvation Army for at least five generations. So Mm -hmm. I'm a fifth generation officer. Um, I received my calling when I was 14 years old. Wow. Um, And then Joseph independently got his calling. Um, You can talk a little bit about that. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, so I received my calling as a teenager and stuff. Uh, the funny thing is, don't tell God no. Uh, it never works out like that. Uh, uh, when you tell him to go prove this is what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. he'll uh, he'll provide yeah. it, uh, provide that answer. Well, I tell people
1: expecting. that the last guy I know that said no to God lived in a fish for a while, and I <laughs> didn't think that yes. was a, a really good idea. Let me go back, Kendra. Yeah. Let me talk about fifth-generation yeah. Salvation Army. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely been in my family. My so that means my great great grandpa, great grandpa, grandpa, dad and now we mm-hmm. have all been Salvation Army officers or, you know, um, yeah, essentially Salvation Army officers. And so it's something that I grew up in. Um, my parents didn't go in until they were a little bit later and so or a little bit later in life. So I was 17 when they became an officer. Um so I was basically my mom's right-hand man, got a crash course in what it looked like and we wow. worked together. Um, and so now we get to do this together, pastoring as well as the social services aspect of what we do
1: as well. So Joseph, you said you felt the call um, a little bit and and resisted a little bit before you started getting into it.
0: Well, uh, growing up as a, a sergeant army officer's kid, I I had that wonderful uh, like bird's eye view of everything that was going on, <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. And i and I wanted just to make sure that before you know I accepted uh, that calling that. Uh, It was, it was, you know, legit that this is what I was supposed to do. And so I just, uh, needed some reassurance (laughs) (laughs) or conviction, whatever the case may be.
1: So people out there are going to be thinking about this while they're listening to your stories. Um, how did you end up doing this together? Although we can already tell from five minutes of the interview <laughs> that Kendra told you you guys were going to yeah, get together, right, so right. <laughs> but no, how did that how did that come together? How um, do how do two people committed to the Salvation Army um, and that is now geared toward couples doing service? How did two people decide we're going to do this together? So
2: technically, we met when um, I was in his older sister's wedding. I was okay. one of her junior bridesmaids. Um, And so we met then we were not interested. He had his own thing going. I don't even know if we talked that weekend. Um, But then when I was accepted into the training school, he was already a cadet and he thought he would be um, helpful. And so he reached out on Facebook and said, well, if you need anything, you make sure to let me know and I'll help you out. And, you know. I was a sucker and fell for it. <laughs>
1: Joseph, with all due respect, you are a dog. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the Salvation Army in Goshen. Yeah. Um, it has been an interesting year. Uh, we can see that there are certainly economic challenges, yeah. even in the midst of you know some economic growth in this area. Uh, the, our offices are right across the, the street from the window so we can see the lines. Joseph, what are you seeing over this last year? What's happening with some of the people here in Goshen?
0: So we've seen an increase in growth in, in all of our areas of services and programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, uh, we're seeing a lot of first time people just come in and say, this is the first time I've needed help. Uh, can you help me? Uh, and they, they bring a wide range of things to how can we provide solutions to that
2: and they they don't even know where to start they'll come in and yeah. say i've never needed help before i don't know who to contact i don't know you know i heard your name and i knew i could come here and even if we don't have the finances to do what they need mm-hmm. we can help point them in the right direction and at least give them a landing place um i know i answered the phone one day it, to a woman just in tears mm-hmm. had no idea where to turn next what to do and we were able to talk and i said you know. We'll help you figure some of this out. You know, we'll we'll help you figure out what the next step is at least. And she was embarrassed and she felt bad. And we said, a lot of people are in this position. It's not just you, you know, and we're going to do what we can to
1: help. You know, it's interesting because a lot of times we get to celebrate uh, the fact that, that people who are helped by social service agencies will tell that story, that they mm-hmm. were helped and then they come back yes. when they succeed and are helping the same social service agency that helped them. We're seeing a little bit now in, of that story, unfortunately, in reverse. People who have supported the Salvation Army who now are in a position where they need the Salvation Army. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yes. definitely. We're, we're seeing that. Uh, and uh, what we've strived from the beginning is uh, soup-soap salvation, uh, which is what our founder believed is mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, uh, they need to, we need to feed them uh, mentally and uh, physically before we can uh, speak to them spiritually. Uh, and they all three go hand in hand, and so uh, what we're doing right now, each and every day, is how can we help uh, just the person that walks in the door in some way.
1: And, and you're dealing with a number of people, also, that we sometimes—I hate labels, but labels it is—working um, poor. Yeah. We're talking about people yeah. who have jobs who are working. Maybe both people in, in you know, of a couple are yeah. working, but yet they still need something to help fill that gap.
2: Absolutely, and with Christmas coming up. Um, we're seeing it with families who are needing help so that their kids can have some presents on Christmas. I know one lady we were talking to um, mentioned she has three little ones and then a teenager, and she said some of the little ones have never had a Christmas before. Mm-hmm. She's never been able to afford it. And so this year, we've already got her family adopted out, and so we know that those kids are going to get good. Okay. Christmas um, But right now, as of last check, I have about 130 families signed up to receive Christmas assistance. And about right now, I think I have fifty adopters. Oh boy! So I need some more adopters—people yeah. that that have the means to um, come in and help a family, just so that they can have a, a bright
1: Christmas. So let's take that to the next step. What yeah. what do people need to do to be able to adopt a family?
2: Yeah. So start by calling us. So five seven four five three three nine five eight four. And you'll just say, "Hey, I'm interested in adopting a family, and we'll take down your name, your phone number, your email, and then find out what it is you would like to do. Do you want to adopt a family with one kid, three kids, seven kids? Because I've got families with seven kids. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, and see, you you know, so you would provide. We would give you gift ideas for each of the children, and then we just ask that you would help provide a Christmas meal for that family. So whether that's a gift card or whether that's providing the non-perishables, so that they can have a Christmas meal." Um, And then some gifts around the tree.
1: Mm. So and and that goes hand in hand with the kettle drive. Yeah. uh, yeah. Which people are a little bit more familiar. So, Captain, Bob, talk about the kettle drive this year. Uh, We see that Goshen and Elkhart are going to work uh, as partners this year in trying to raise the funds for both organizations to be able to help throughout the year.
0: Yeah, so uh, our uh, goal specifically for uh, Goshen is uh, just a little over two hundred thousand mm-hmm. this year, and that provides uh, funding uh, throughout the year. So that uh, that funding it comes from our just people just sending us uh, some donations or in the kettles. Uh, the biggest need right now we need for for uh, our kettle campaign is uh, volunteers. We have just a little over two hundred. Uh, not 200,000, mm-hmm. 2, uh, hours of volunteering that we have to do across our different Kettle sites. And they can go to register to ringcom and type in our, our zip code and start the process to sign up.
1: And this is hours. especially good for like service clubs yes. and for other organizations, perhaps small groups at church mm-hmm. uh, where they can get together and do some different things. Has it become, and I don't mean this in a negative light, but but it, it lends a little bit of urgency to how serious the situation is for the Salvation Army. It has become more difficult even just to place kettles, has it not?
0: Yes, we are seeing that on, an, uh, on a national level, and, and that somewhat affects us uh, at a local mm-hmm. level depending upon uh, the situations that, uh, year in and year out. Uh, but uh, the best thing we can have people do is uh, if, uh, if you have some free time over the next month and a half, just to sign up and
2: here, and we got a new location this year. Okay, um we have never been able to ring at Martin's before. And uh-huh. We have a Martin's a two, two two Martin's locations. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's going to be an indoor location. Ah, so there are only indoor locations, and we're excited. And then we're always at Walmart. We have something called uh, Tip Tap now that we're able to do where people can uh scan their credit card if they'd like to donate that way. Because a lot of people, oh say, wonderful! Oh, I don't carry cash. Well, I have an option yeah. for you. There you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a it was it was fun because when when our little ones were growing up and then when our grandchildren were of that toddler age they always make sure we came with bills so that they could stuff and that in that learning process learning to give back even in the smallest ways is we found so important with with both of our youngsters uh, our five-year-old the, the loves, childrens yeah
2: our five-year-old <laughs> loves to ring bells oh that yeah. she actually yesterday uh or Saturday we were bell ringing and she kicked me out so i had to sit on the bench so she could ring by herself so yeah, she and, absolutely loves to bell and, ring. <laughs>
1: and we found out that that was a pretty effective sales tool too right I mean, if you had if you yes. had if someone had a choice of uh you know giving to the you know troll turner uh, standing there ringing the bell <laughs> or that cute little riley they'd go to cute little riley you know almost every time so that would talk about where the money goes and how important this is for the entire year, Captain Bob. So
0: uh, it stays right here in Goshen. All funds raised stays right here, so it helps your fellow uh, Goshenites uh, mm-hmm. here. And so uh, it helps from a wide range of services, not only our social services, so like our rent, utilities, and food, mm-hmm. but our senior program, which sees you know, about 150 seniors come in three times a week. Uh, so it is just a wonderful uh Just a wide range of programs that this supports, uh, and it basically just goes right back into the community
1: in some way. Captain, take us through, I know there's no such thing as a normal day, but take us through (laughs) what is an average day in terms of the services you provide day in and day out. So,
0: uh, Tuesdays are probably our busiest day of of the week. We have our senior program, which sees about 70 seniors come in on that day. Uh, To come and do, oh, they love their bingo. They have bingo. They have different, like, uh, workshops they could do. They have different clubs.
2: Every week has a theme. They get breakfast and Mm -hmm. lunch with Mm -hmm. us. They have a little store that's set up for them so they can earn tickets to go in and spend them at the store. Um, And then, I I don't know, Tuesday. I was thinking Thursday because we also then have a midweek service Mm -hmm. that we do with them. Well, it's really open to anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have our um, social services, so our food pantry is open uh, every day of the week, so Monday through Friday right now. Um, And then we also have rent and utilities when we have the funding for it. And then we also have um, real services in our building who is using an office space so we can help people with utilities that way as well. And then we also have, you know, our um, youth programming, archery programs, all kinds of stuff going on.
1: So that's probably important to talk about as well as the collaboration with other agencies. I mentioned yeah. already, right across the street from us is the window. You've yes. got the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. You've got several other kitchens that are that, that are providing help, both in Elkhart and in Goshen. I mean, the social service agencies have learned to come together. And yes. that's been a real plus Please. in our community. Yeah.
2: So. Um, when speaking of the window, we work with them, um, for the postal food drive. So we host it in our building Mm -hmm. and between our volunteers and theirs, we get it all collected and sorted. And then we split it between the two agencies. Um, we have loved working with the different agencies in town. We also have the, um, the Northern Indiana, uh, housing authority. So, Mm -hmm. so they are in our building once a week as well. Um, there is an assisted living being built right behind us, and mm-hmm. they've used our building mm-hmm. for different things. We have Kiwanis clubs that meet at our building. Um, we we love that our place is a community related mm-hmm. place, you mm-hmm.
0: know. And we also work well with uh, United Way in the area, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, just kind of how can we all the areas provide
1: service? Mm-hmm. And it's and the needs are so great and so overwhelming. <coughs> that any number of different agencies could not do that by themselves. Right,
0: right. So our days look different each day. I go
2: in the office, I'm like, this is what I think I'm doing. It never ends that way. I'm lucky if I check one thing off the to-do
1: list. So your Outlook calendar is just like there for a suggestion. Yeah, right, (laughs) right. Let me bring this back to how we opened this up, and and I'd really like each of you to answer this. And Kendra, I'll start with you, especially since you are a fifth-generation Salvation (laughs) Army person. Um, What is in your DNA that calls you to serve? Hmm.
2: I just love the opportunity to help people when they are at their greatest moment of need. Mm -hmm. Um, I have If you would have told me when I was in the training school, one, that I am okay with speaking publicly and preaching, like I would not have Mm -hmm. believed you. It terrified me. But the other thing that I never would have expected is um, really loving doing things like funerals and uh, hospital visits, Mm -hmm. to be there with families in those very tender moments and to be able to support them. Um, It's a ministry that I did not expect to have, um, but one that I have been incredibly
1: and Captain Bob, the same question. Um, and because you're also the child of Salvation Army, <laughs> yeah. um, what is it in your DNA, what is it in your makeup and your call that has said, yeah, the Salvation Army is the way I can best fulfill God's mission?
0: So it's just the wide range of services. Uh, mm-hmm. Growing up seeing like just the number of different things that uh, the Salvation Army does in the community, some seen, some unseen. Uh, there is... Uh, Each day is different, and each day, whoever comes in your building, you get to learn a little bit more about them, what their story, and then how can you uh, help them uh, just a little bit uh, and leave a little bit um, happier as they reach out of the building.
1: And and I'd wrap up with this. um, How best can people reach out, especially during this holiday season? How best they can how can they reach out and be able to support you so you can do this for the rest of the year?
0: So they can either go online to SA Goshen dot uh yeah, s dot org, sorry. <laughs> uh, or uh just uh send in a donation to a PO box one fourteen uh at Goshen for the Sergeant Army, and that is the best way they can they can support is either send in the donations or go online and uh donate through those avenues.
2: And also check out our Facebook page, The Salvation Army of Ocean, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Um, We post all the time about the things that we're doing, Um, the senior program, the youth programming. We don't post pictures of clients who are coming for help, um, but we talk about our bell ringing and our need for adopters and things like that. So definitely follow us on there if you have one. I'm working on an Instagram, but I don't know what I'm doing with that one yet. Yeah, well, the last
1: the last technology I mastered was Pong. So you know, it's a, a little behind the curves as well. For both of you, captains, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. And we appreciate that. Uh, we hope people who are part of this, especially our business community, will reach out and give you a helping hand in a season that there really is a demonstrated need and, and we need to be able to take care of this. Uh, you're both fantastic. Thank you for your service to Goshen. Captain Bob, I do have to say that my first impression here is you're just the eye candy. The real brains of the operation <laughs> is over here. But, you know, hey, we'll we'll make it work any way we can. Thanks, both of you. Thank for you being very part much. <laughs> Thank you for Captain Joseph Hixenbaugh and Captain Kendra Hixenbaugh of the Goshen Salvation Army. The Sounds of Service has been presented in part by DJ Construction, decidedly different. We thank you for joining in. And don't forget, the Sound of Goshen includes the sound of the economy, the sound of success, the sounds around town, and the sound of service. I'm your host, Vince Turner.